Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to it. It was experimental week number 354. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> HBC. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts. It's the internationally acclaimed Sydney Crawford approved podcast of hops, high fives, and friendship. I am your host. All hopped up on a double espresso this week. I know, man. That that, uh, that high five came in hot. <laughs> I am your host, uh, Tom, uh, aka King of the Butt Rock, click, click, and the crispiest of boys. Hell yeah! And I'm your other host, the Hot Master General, the Royer's Ford Rattlesnake. <laughs> I'll wait to crack it. It's Dan. We had the perfect opportunity last week. I'm still stewing on it. I know. <sighs> you went and grabbed it. I was like, oh, man, he's actually going to do it this time. <laughs> All right. And uh, we are winding down the, uh, the year, year of the, the butt rock. The year of the butt rock. The year of the butt rock is coming to a close, folks. Uh, I wake up every morning. I go, one day closer to the end. <laughs> We're really picking the low hanging fruit for this one. Yeah, we're right. it's it's a. I mean, it, it, it might be a good thing that it's, that uh, it's coming to a close because a year's worth of butt rock. Man, that's a, it, it's a hefty task. Like twenty twenty, that really weighs heavily on my like mental capabilities. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into it. <laughs> and we are the best best friends podcast in the world. I mean, it's decent, but rock. Yeah. I I challenge anybody when this song comes on to not just go. I imagine, I imagine like the 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 pit at a at a uh, three doors down concert is just a bunch of guys all standing around going. <laughs> it's just a wave of nodding heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this this is nice. This yeah, is, this is nice. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, did, rock, rock on. Excuse me. I didn't mean to shuffle too much and bump into <laughs> you right there in the pit. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, we're the best best friends podcast in the world. Um, we'll do some. Uh, we'll do some housekeeping. Yeah, some light cleanup, guys. All right. Um, as always, uh, we want to mention to you guys to follow, rate, and review. I remember that time. Not subscribe. Follow. Yeah, follow. Follow, rate, and review. Uh, follow us on all major podcast platforms. Uh, leave us a rating. What is that rating, Tom? Sync. Oh, wait, no. It's uh, Fiesta de Sync. Sync. 
Fiesta yeah. de Cinco Estrellas. Oh, I think man. So. Your, uh, your Spanish is a little off. Have you, uh, have you been I've doing been your lessons? Up. I've been back up. You've been up. back up a little bit? <laughs> yeah. Your, uh, your, potty, your potty Spanish lessons are... Uh, yeah, my potty Spanish lessons have been suffering lately. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, guys, it's a five-star party for all of those who are not well-versed in Espanol. Uh, five-star party. Give us a five-star rating. Even if you hate us, um, leave those for the comments, but give us five stars. Um, leave us a review. Yeah. Uh, we love reading the reviews. Uh, we've had some funny ones in the past, uh, so continue to do that. Yeah, continue to do that. And look, you know, take a take a take something from me. You know, better yourself. Get a get a little Spanish. Learn a language. Get, <laughs> hop on Duolingo. Choose a language you want. Every time you poop, pop up some Duolingo. <laughs> Tom's poop in Spanish. Yeah, do a little. <laughs> Do a little Spanish lesson. Do I mean you're gonna you're learning language while you're it's it's my it's my uh it's, I mean we talked about it last it's my uh, stinky learning time. <laughs> I think we talked about it last episode. I I went to your bathroom and I saw your son's you know potty chart and I thought it was your Spanish chart. Like <laughs> you gave yourself a little star every time you learned a new lesson. <laughs> Ooh, today was a gold star. Today was a gold. I almost got a prize today. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, everybody, and we are always uh, as always. Uh, Still a part of the Hopped Up Network. Um, Hopped Up Network is an ever-growing uh, group of independent craft beer podcasts, uh, much like ours. If you like ours, you might like the uh, the other podcasts on the network. So go check them out. Uh, www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Follow them on social media at Hopped Up Network. Nice. Read it verbatim from the notes, man. That's great. It's, it's right all up, right up here. Yeah. 100 episodes, almost 100 episodes. And you finally memorized it. The notes are just burned into my brain. I don't know what they pushed <laughs> out. I'm, I'm really scared to find out, but. Uh, Pretty soon you're going to be skipping over it because you're just, or start saying it in Spanish, not even knowing. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Yes. I'm going to start doing the whole episode, all the episodes in Espanol. I'm just, just going to be over here. What was it? Uh, it was Billy Madison. Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's bring our. Uh, do you want to bring our guests on? Yeah, let's bring our guests on. I'm getting a little <clears throat> thirsty here. I, I got a little bit of a, I got a bone to pick with our guest. You got a bring? Yeah, not Ooh, not not directly cool. with him, but kind of directly with him. Oh man! So um, let's bring him on. It's a returning guest. Returning guest. What episode was he on, Dan? I think he said like 38. Something like that. Man, we're on 95. I think so. Yeah, 95. Yeah. So. Um, let me go back in the notes to see where, man, that's was. like, that's like in the early days of us doing like an actual craft beer show. I know he was one of the first, yeah. I would say. Um, so, uh, we are bringing back the co-owner, one of the owners, uh, and head brewer, I guess head brewer, brewmaster. I don't know. We, we got some news in the, uh, in the pre-show meeting that I don't know if that's true anymore. I don't know. We'll, 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 We'll verify that when we bring them on here. Uh, from one of our I, one of our low key, not low key episode thirty eight. He was right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Nice. Um, from one of our favorite breweries. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, little little hidden gem. I think. I would say a hidden gem. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, from Locust Lane uh, Brewery out in uh, Malvern, Pennsylvania. We got Tom Arnold. Thanks go. for having me, guy. That was long winded. It was long winded. Where I'm, I'm, I'm double espressoed up, and I'm yeah. It's starting. It. It's starting to hit. It's starting to hit. Yeah. It's starting to hit. Starting uh -huh. to get a little of that fuzzy feeling right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel like I want to clean the whole house. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm nervous about the bone to pick. Like, I didn't hear anything about oh. that in the pregame. So now I'm like, you know, what's going on? So it's not, it's not It's not. directly with you. It's with uh, one of your passions, I would say. Um, Which one's that? Penn State football. Yeah. God damn, do they stink. They're awful. <laughs> I took a bath on Penn State football this weekend. And oh, I am wow. unhappy with them. Oh, man. <laughs> you know, they're playing the Michigan State team. In the snow, too. Yeah. Michigan State had 20 players out with the flu. <laughs> so I went, let's push all in on Penn State. There's no possible way they can lose this one. And guess what they did, Dan? Did they lose? Yeah. Oh, they lost. They <laughs> not only that, not only that, not only did they lose, but they uh, decided to run up some points at the end and destroy my under bet as well. Thanks, Penn State. <laughs> Were you getting any points, though? No, I took the money line and the under. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. I watched it. I thought maybe those points would help you. I thought that kind of closed it in for you. But nope. I don't even know what the spread was on that. I feel like every brewery in this area has like a contingency of like Penn State fans that come out for the games and just watching yeah. the sad faces of every single Penn State patron. Just what's, unbelievable. <laughs> what's funny is how like in the beginning of the year, there's 100 and then after you're like that by the end, there's like six, right? That's <laughs> they, they, start, just yeah. they start out five and oh, by the time they're seven and yeah. five, you're like, Oh yeah. Hey, the one, one guy that was here in the beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, it's like that meme where Homer goes into the bush and, yeah. they come, and then he comes out an Ohio state fan <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. every year, every it's, it's the same story. Oh, but they every took a year loss too. Of, so yeah, they did. it's brutal. They just lost their D coordinator today too. He went, he's going to got a head coaching job. So that's, yeah. it's not going to get better. No. And you, now you <laughs> have 10 more years of mediocre James Franklin. Yeah. He's the yep. most overrated coach in the league. Or in yeah. The, he's know, not a coach. He's a recruiter. Yeah. And he's not even a good recruiter. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. All right. Enough this of is that. a beer show, man. This is depressing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> way to way to bring it in on a low note right there, Tom. I had to. I as soon as as soon as that bet happened, like as soon as yeah. it fell through, I was like, I just looked at my screen. I went, I'm gonna yell at Tom Arnold. Son of a gun. <laughs> as soon as you sent me the like the promotion for this episode, I was like putting up prop bets on when you were gonna bring up that Penn State loss. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Let's uh. Let's get into some beer. Yeah. Let's get into this first one here, guys. All right. I'm I'm excited yeah. for the uh for the first one here. I mean, I'm excited for both beers, but this one really intrigued me. Definitely. Um, so we're going to be doing Simply Pale by Locust Lane Craft Brewery. Yeah, Hell yeah, guys. And you can follow all the beers that we're going to be doing on our podcast uh, eventually when I get called up by following us on our Untapped. That's best. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tom, Untapped. Yeah. That's Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best mm-hmm. Friends P-O-D. Yeah. All right, so we've got Simply Pale, uh, Pale Ale here from Locust Lane Craft Brewery. Um, I love the first uh, the first descriptor on Untapped here, <laughs> heretically unhazy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and unapologetically old school. Simply yeah. is our def- <laughs> our definitive return to the style that opened our eyes to craft beer. Filtered, crisp, and hopped at five different stages, this Pale Ale reflects where we were and where we'll go. Simply crafted for every day and anywhere you'll go. I love it. Yeah. All right. Let's get a crack in here. Let's do it. All right. Three, two, one. 
Right. Sorry, uh, Marty, ahead of you. I know. I heard him crack it. And <laughs> I heard I heard a quiet little crack over there, and I went, I did it. <laughs> It wouldn't be an episode here without the guest cracking the beer before us. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kind of hard to sit here. I have like five different cans in front of me. It's kind of hard not to open one of them. <laughs> but uh, this is what we have fun with. This is one. This is actually the third, third batch of it. We kind of um, third iteration, if you will, trying to figure out a better process. Something we've been working on. Um, just trying to change things a little. You know, we haven't had a pale ale in a while. Um, the last one. It's been actually it drives my dad nuts because he always liked the old one, so he keeps asking me when we're gonna make it again. But <laughs> keep telling him it's not coming back. But um, yeah, so we kind of came back to the style a bit and kind of mixed in stuff we learned doing the amorphous series and fluffy sunshine and other beers like that. But then um, kind of made it look like a beer used to look like, right? You know, yeah. clear and kind of light colored. How and, dare you? <laughs> yeah, I know. Why would you do something like that? But. This um, is but not- also mixing some cool like newer hops. It's got a lot of Idaho Seven, Citra, Mosaic. Awesome. Um, well, Daniel, Slancha. Little- I know. We'll cheers since yeah. we haven't had a, yeah, been able to sip this yet. I actually took you can't a do it in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Was it salud? <laughs> mm. Not even sure. Yeah, I'm not even sure. I haven't got to that part yet. I'm on travel. Yeah. I think that'd be high on the list. Servino, I know auto auto bus. Yeah. <laughs> That's bus. <laughs> yeah. Good job, Tom. Let me put Thank a star you. on your toilet chart. Aeroplane. But uh, <laughs> airplane. Yeah, we have fun doing this. And we worked on with um with Dan. I was talking about before, who's uh kind of helping us out with a couple of things. But yes, I am still I'm still a brewer. I never use the word brewmaster in our place. We're okay. not old enough. I haven't been doing this long enough <laughs> to ever be a master of anything. I always think but, of uh, like a brewmaster, like somebody with like that long yeah. white beard coming out in chains and like open yeah. up a, a giant book. <laughs> yeah, I don't like brewmaster to me is like the guy who was at our brewing school. He's, a, you know, been doing this for 40 years. He's a brewmaster or <laughs> Ron over at Victory. He's a brewmaster. You know, guys have been doing Fuck. this a long time, but not not us. So this one calls for lack. Oh no! <laughs> it does not have no lactose for the love of God. This, well, is this a, one is uh, very nice. clear. What's that? It's got some good mouthfeel to it. I mean, nice, you know, nice hoppiness to it. A little bit just, of bitter backbone. And just use this as a, uh, a photo filter here. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, look at that. So it says that you guys hop this at five different stages. So you guys hop this, yeah, I like guess, in the third- boil and. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, three different times in the kettle and then twice, two and then double dry hopped. Double dry hopped. Okay. That's yeah. what I was trying to figure out where like the split was with this. Yeah. So like an early, early, um, you know, bitter hop addition, just a little bit. And then one, you know, two in the whirlpool, one hotter, one colder. Okay. In the whirlpool. And then, uh, one, um, during active fermentation, kind of get that biotransformation flavoring going on. And then then actually we uh, move it over to another tank, like rack it off the yeast and hop it again, and then oh. filter it after that. Nice. So, And I guess that's, like like you said, your combination between like the old school style meeting like yeah. new, new school methods that you learned from the Amorphous series, with especially yeah. with like the dry hopping and everything to this. Yeah, and much better hop. I mean, there are some awesome hops out there you can do these things with too. So it's Idaho Seven and Mosaic and Citra. They're like three of the better ones in my opinion. So oh, totally. Yeah, Idaho Seven's so, really popular right now. Yeah, yeah that's what it kind of went heavy on. We didn't have a beer that was heavy on that. And I know when we've used it in the past, everybody's loved it. So 
went a little bit heavier on that. The Citra and the Mosaic are a little more in the background. I might move Mosaic um, more into that last dry hop because I kind of like Mosaic and I'm not getting enough of it for me. So I might tweak that a little. But otherwise, like I'm super happy with this beer now. I think it's you know you look at the if you look at Untap like the early ratings were the first and second iteration where we were kind of figuring things out. So probably should have gave it a different name on untapped. Uh, yeah, you know, like one, two, and three. Beer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, but whatever is what it is. But I think it's a good beer now that it's out and everybody everybody likes the idea of a pale ale. Like it's selling really well with our distributors and at the farmer's markets and stuff we have it in. So, because there aren't that many of them out there, honestly. Yeah, it's a, um, it kind of fell off. It, it They started coming back for a little bit. Yeah. And then the, the American pale ale yeah. became a little bit more prominent, you know, the West Coast style. Yeah, I would say, yeah, it's like really kind of pushing the boundaries of the pale where it's, you know, it's it's kind of an IPA yeah. <laughs> a little bit. It's not, yeah. it's not as sure. clean as you would like want a pale ale to be, but that's kind of where the evolution of the American pale ale kind of went. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was having being a little bit more hop forward. Um, being uh, label shoppers as Tom and I are, this can art is awesome. Great. Oh, per- it, it's, like it. it's like the perfect can art for this beer. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's simple, but, you know, it has really nice design in the background. I love the hop binds in the back, mm-hmm. the hops yeah, and everything. Try to go some classic and, yeah, just kind of a classic feel to it, but somewhat new, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, the, the beer is, is fantastic. It's very uh, light, approachable. Um, this is a great, I think like an intermediate beer for like those mm-hmm. new beer drinkers that are exactly. kind of gateway beer. Yeah. It's, it, exactly. you know, they, they've been drinking the, you got them, you got them hooked with the, the Pilsners and the Kolsch's and, mm-hmm. you know, and the lagers. And now they want to, you know, Oh, I don't like IPAs. Well, why don't you try this one? You know, yeah. it's, it's a little hop forward, but it's not, you know, it's bitter, but it's not bitter. You know, it, it's. Right. You get the bitterness of the hops, but it's not overly bitter. Super crisp, super crushable. Um, at what was it? Four point three, four point seven percent. Four seven, yeah, high Still fours, yeah. Super crushable. Um, oh yeah. It's not. Was, it's not heavy on your palate. That was one of the goals: was to make something you can have like six of them, and you're not mm-hmm. tired of it. Yeah, I love the uh, the citrus notes on this. Uh, you know, coming from you know, kind of a little bit more of a modern spin on the pale ale. Um, like you guys were saying with your amorphous series, you guys use you know, a lot of hops like Citra and Mosaic that kind of give some of those tropical kind of yeah. uh, notes to it. It's really nice on the nose and like, you know, sipping this to have like light bitterness mixed with that like tropical notes that you get with some of the use, like some of the ways you use the hops in this recipe. Yeah, it's like every different way I know how to use them at this point, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you went That's, through it, you went through it like five times there, so I assume yeah. <laughs> just combining so many different only so methods. much you can do. Yeah. What was but, the uh, what was the grain bill like for this? So I, I mean, real simple base, you know, U.S. two row malt, and then we have um, about ten percent of a Munich malt in there. Okay. Ooh. And then there's actually some uh, oats actually for mouthfeel. Okay. I and like the use of the Munich the in there. A, Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that was – we went back and forth on that. The first iteration had it. The second iteration didn't. And then mm. this iteration, you know, we came back to it. We liked it. So, um, yeah, and I think a little bit of um, maltodextrin. Okay. Which is like an un, unfermentable sugar. So it kind of gives a little bit of – it doesn't It doesn't really mean it's sweet, but it just has more of a mouthfeel to it. Gotcha. Yeah. I like the, the, Munich, uh, the Munich malt in there. It kind of gives it almost like that – Gives it that crispy 
kind of reminiscent of like almost like a lagery, like a hopped lager. Yeah. Yeah. Gives it a nice body and then mm. it all softens out. Like you said, you guys kind of did some oats and stuff for the for the mouthfeel. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Re really, really enjoyable. <clears throat> I just so, wanted to use mouthfeel as much as you, Tom. <laughs> um, so there's been uh, some changes uh, at the brewery. Like it's been I mean, like yeah, five yeah, years since we had Tom Arnold on. And the last <laughs> time we had him on, it was mid-pandemic. Like we had, to, I had to wear a mask, you know, in the in the brewery. In and out. October of, I think fifteenth, twenty twenty was the yeah. Last so time. It, you know we're wow. We almost hit yeah. the one year anniversary of uh, yeah. Tom Arnold here. Almost. Um. Yeah, yeah, there was no, there was no, uh, no in brewery, uh, service. There is, I don't know. Was your, was the patio built then? No. So the patio wasn't built then. No, uh, we've done a lot. I mean, yeah. so yeah. So starting about that time, you know, two months later is when we were, um, going to do that collab. We were at Pottstown United and the brewer that was up there, Dan Pompernank, who used to be at La Cabra. Um, left up there and came down and still the beer with us anyway. And that built a relationship with him where he's, uh, so he's been around, he's been with us almost a year already, which is amazing. But, um, he started a barrel program in the back half of the brewery, kind of monetizing some part of the brewery that we just were using for storage. So he's got a bunch of, um, big punchins and whatever back there doing Flemish reds and saisons and oh, wow. some other really cool Brett sours that are, you know, it, he keeps saying, no, they'll be done when they're done kind of thing. You don't, and you, <laughs> you can't put a time frame on them. You taste them when they're ready, you put them in a bottle and you sell them type thing. So, um, he's having fun in the back. So he, he stuck around with us for the spring. He actually helped with this simply pale as well. Like him and I collabed on that. Um, the last three iterations, like he had an idea and then I had an idea and, by the third, I, by the third one, we kind of picked the stuff that we both think we got right, and you know this turned out pretty well. But we've done a bunch of stuff with him. Um, so yeah, so he's been around. He's actually got our food truck going, so we bought a food truck back in oh. February. Oh, so was Dan the one who kind of pioneered that too? Dan, so Dan, we we bought it, um, and then we wanted to get it going, and Dan's like, "I'll get it going." Dan, I mean, Dan didn't have any. He, he was just looking for work, you know. He wanted, he was wanting to work, and the guy's a he's a trooper. He works his butt off. So he's helping with the beer and then he's like, Oh, I'll help Ryan get the food truck going for you. So he built a menu and got the food truck going, um, by April. And then he ran that through the summer. And then, you know, late summer, we switched over to another chef, um, who's still with us now through the fall. And then, yeah. And it's about that same time is when we got the plans together for a, you know, a 500 square foot deck off the side of the, off the side of the brewery. So now we have permanent outdoor seating as opposed to beer garden in the parking lot type seating. Yeah. So. I was just, uh, I was just looking up some photos from like your Instagram of it. And, um, I mean the photos just don't even do it justice. Like you guys have like the deck just kind of like overlooking like a really nice, just like drop off of the side of the hill right there. So it's like really mm -hmm. nice that you guys, it's almost like an Eagle's nest on the top of the hill right there. Just make a little yeah. Philadelphia reference, but, um, mm -hmm. <laughs> But uh, it, it's really nice to see, like, especially when you're coming up the hill to your uh, to your brewery, you see like the first thing you see is that outdoor seating right there, that deck, which I mean, it has to be enticing over the summer when people are like, you know, the yeah. brewery, they're touring breweries and they see that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Locust Lane, I would say, has one of the more is one of the more inviting breweries, um, especially in the summer and like the warmer weather when you guys have the garage door open and. Yeah, the patio going. You have the the food truck out front. I mean, that food truck yeah. slaps. By the way, Smash Burgers, 
I think you guys were doing like a smash burger deal when we stopped in and yeah. me and my wife were like, yeah, we're getting these smash burgers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, the, the, the food truck, it's what mm-hmm. the carvery foster Ave carvery. Yeah. So yeah, foster Ave is across street. So we're the breweries locust lane, which is the street, the address of the fraternity, the three of us are in. Okay. If you don't know that backstory, so the three of us have known each other since early '90s when we were on the same fraternity on Locust yeah. Lane. But the cross street, the fraternity's on a corner. The cross street's Foster Ave, um, okay. Foster Avenue. So the the kind of no brainer name at Foster Ave something, and then we kind of wanted to lean towards. We have we bought a, a nice big smoker, so we smoked um, roast beef and we were smoking porchetta, pork, and other thing. But smoked wings, everything gets smoked. So we kind of we're going with the carvery theme, like more of a protein laden. You're doing kind of like a, it's kind of like a, it reminded me like very, um, like British, Irish, uh, all the pubs over there have like a carvery in the pub. Yeah. uh, Doing like the, the roast beef and they'll have like, yeah, they'll have like a roast sitting under there that basically carving off of as you're like ordering Mm -hmm. it and everything. Exactly. So that was the kind of thing, making sandwich and and plates out of that. It's kind of that kind of meat. So yeah, it worked out. It's worked out great so far. I mean, it's it's a lot more work. I mean, a lot more moving parts with one other person and ordering food and having to prepare for food and you know, just one more you know one more layer of complexity. But it's been worth it. It's been a lot of fun. So, being that it's a a food truck, do you guys have to have that separate license to be a restaurant? Or ah, so this is kind of I, I was gonna say it's this kind it's of very strategic, strategic in the yeah. way that you guys have, I guess, a licensed food truck. That just so happens to be just parked outside. Just happened to be the brewery. Well, I mean, any brewery could have a kitchen put in. I mean, any brewery can. You don't need yeah. um. So it used to be that you needed a, a um, brew pub license to have a kitchen. Yeah. But the the current brewery license you can put in a kitchen. Like any anybody could have a kitchen. Oh, okay, in. got it. We just couldn't. Um, it was a township thing where the township didn't want us putting a kitchen in because it's a zoned industrial area, uh, which isn't supposed to be retail. We had to kind of fight with them on the tap room. Um, cause it, oh, it's re- that's retail. You can't have retail in there. We're like, no, it's part of the industrial part of the, you know, that's what it is. That's what the industrial definition of a brewery is here. And we kind of argue with them a little and get a lawyer to talk to a lawyer and their legalese crap. But anyway, um, yeah. So kind of the way around not having a kitchen in the brewery is to just have it out in the parking lot. Food trucks are okay. So that's how we got around. That's it. awesome. Yeah. That's what I, I, I was looking at it being like, oh, that's a really cool like idea that, you know, to own a food truck as a brewery. And I was like, there's some strategy into that, definitely. And I wanted to ask mm-hmm. about it. Especially the the kind of stuff that you guys do. You're at farmers markets, you're at the the orchards. I mean, you could you could pull up with a with your food truck at the orchards while you're selling beer and you know, you got a little Surely. mobile brewery. Yeah. Yeah, the point. I mean, the main point of the food truck at the moment is to service a tap room. So that anybody that comes to the tap room, there's a you know there's a consistent food option, which there never was before. Like trying to manhandle these brewer the the food trucks in the coming, like scheduling them and making right. sure they show up and they don't get some better deal, you One know, less some catering gig, about. and you know, or their tire blew on the way there or whatever, you know, whatever reason they had for not showing up. You know, you never know. Uh, you never knew if somebody's going to come or not or what day. So now it's. You know, we know there's a food truck there. Everybody that comes there knows there's a food truck. They have a pretty good idea what the menu is and makes the, things a lot easier. The big question is, is there still going to be dollar dogs? 
That, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, that, that hot dog roller's in the back somewhere. It's a good idea. You're just collecting that. dust. <laughs> we should, that's actually, we, yeah, we should get that out for like the start of Philly's baseball season or something. Dollar yeah, dog, yeah that right? would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. You should get a, a little idea. like hot, just, do- you hot dog just, gun for the hill. You should, you, you should do it to coincide with the dollar dog nights at the stadium. We should, yeah. I mean, I'm sure whoever is the sponsor is, I don't know if they get irritated Absolutely. or not. And we've already gotten good letters from, uh, Agents and whoever with cease and desist for putting the wrong faces on, or faces that look like people apparently on Uh-oh. cans, you know. So, uh, but whatever, we'll do it. And <laughs> you know, any publicity is good publicity. That would be. Right? That, that would be. That, I would. I don't think they can trademark a hot dog gun, so go for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, hot dog. Yeah, for sure. But uh, you know, if we call it, we call it Hatfield. <laughs> Hatfield <laughs> dog, I'm like in trouble, right? He just has like a Locust Lane like four wheeler going up there. <laughs> it's the Locust Lane fanatic. God, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's re- redacted Dollar Dog Night. <laughs> yeah, there right, you go. Yeah. <laughs> you could do that. I mean, you could do uh, that. Would be a great. I think that'd be a great idea to do. Uh, have That's it coincide. Awesome. Like, can't make it out to the stadium for Dollar Dog yeah. Night. Yeah. Come here. That's no, a good idea. Sit on the patio, watch the game, enjoy some dollar dogs. <laughs> dollar glizzy dollar glizzy night. Yeah. It's a good <laughs> idea. Like on so Wednesday's the truck. We only have the truck going on Thursday to Sunday and we're open Wednesday. That's what we should probably do dollar dog night on Wednesdays. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Get that thing back out, dust it off. Yeah. After after the episode, I'll give you my address so you can send me my royal royalty checks. Yeah, no problem. I'll send. Yeah, you get. You get. I'll get you ten percent of every dog we sell. <laughs> it's a solid royalty. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, <laughs> that up. Right, um, draw that up. All right. Can, so, we, can we cut that part out though? Because I don't want to give you ten percent. Actually, uh, it's <laughs> cut that part out of this. Yeah, it's already recorded. This is a binding contract now. <laughs> I think. I, I think will, they call that a verbal agreement. I will lawyer up. <laughs> I'm kind of well versed in hot dog law, so. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, hot dog law, name of the episode. Yeah, I'm doing the that. beer goes down quick, doesn't it? Though, like this yeah. thing's gone. <laughs> oh, dude, I I just looked it's at so easy. I've been babying like the last little bit of this, just I, like taking baby sips. <laughs> I looked at my glass. I was like, oh, there's a lock on. I shook my can. There was nothing in there. I was like, oh, huh, it's yeah. Gone. I need another one. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. No, that's and that's goal. yeah, that's the goal with this beer. Is it's something that you want to you want to kind of crush? Yeah. This is a mm-hmm. crushable. The next beer is going to be a sipping beer. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, I, that's going to be a... I already had a little like little preview of this beer. Well, not a little preview. I had a 16-ounce preview of this beer. <laughs> so, Yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited for that one. I'm gonna, we're going to take that one in. Um, so final thoughts on... Uh, final thoughts? Um, I mean, what can we say that hasn't already been said? Crushable. Um, I liked the description of the beer and how you guys kind of utilize the hops both in an old school fashion to kind of hold true to the pale ale while adding some modern kind of spins on it with the dry hops, um, the types of hops that you guys use to kind of bring out more tropical notes, kind of mixing the old school and new school was really cool with this beer. Um, I enjoyed, I mean, obviously I enjoyed it. I'm still like babying this little bit here <laughs> before I, uh, before we sign off and go to the next one. Um, I, I really like this beer. This is a, this is the kind of beer that I, I feel like I've been seeking out. Um, you know, uh, I'll enjoy a beer every once in a while after after a work day, and typically I like to go with something like a, a little lighter, a little crispier. Um, 
I usually pull out like a Pilsner or Kell or, you know, whatever lager or Pilsner I have yeah, in the something fridge. Something crisp, something a little crushable. It goes down. Like you want that first one to go down pretty quick. Right. You know, you're, ready, you know, you're you're trying to get in relaxation mode. And there's there's nights I'm like, ah, I'm looking at like a double IPA in there. And I'm like, ah, I don't know. It's too heavy. <laughs> I, I want I want I got hops, things but, to do tomorrow morning. Yeah. Um, and this is this is perfect for those nights. And I'm like, man, I could use a, a nice bitter beer and then. But I don't want that heaviness. And We're that, just showing our age. Just yeah, talking like yep, that. Yep. Yep. I want to sit in the recliner and <laughs> fall asleep with the with the TV on. Yeah. I'm watching that. I'm watching it. Still watching that. Um, no, I, I, I really liked it. Uh, went down nice and easy. Uh, low ABV, which I, I like. Uh not trying to get plastered on a Tuesday night. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, 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 it's the holidays, I, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does this look like? A round guys episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Minimal maybe V10. 10. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> Here, I have a quad Belgian. Um, <laughs> thanks. <clears throat> um, yeah. All around, uh, great taste in beer. Uh, well-rounded. Um, yeah. Can't say enough good things about it, man. Yeah. I, I'm glad uh, I'm glad you chose this one. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, on the untap right. on, on the untapped scale, uh, we really we really enjoyed it. You guys killed it. Uh, one point seven five. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that, I love those. Uh, oh, I don't man. really like pale ales. <laughs> really, really good. I don't like pale ales. A one. Okay. Okay. All right. Let, let's. Why, why don't we crack this next beer and then we'll get into your. Uh, <laughs> That was, a, un- that was a that was a good segue, Tom. I've got uh, I've got a little bit of uh, speaking they're, of they're the best. Speaking of that, I've got uh, I've got a little something Dan, that we can do a screen yeah, share Dan, on. But Dan's got a a real nice one. Here. <laughs> I've got uh, a, I've got a, I've got a nicey right here that we uh, yeah that I got over the weekend because you know it was a busy weekend for breweries this past weekend with the holiday and everything. So uh, Untapped was obviously you know getting hit pretty hard with some ratings. So. Uh, let's go into the next beer. So we are doing the amorphous Zen amorphous Zen. So let me pull that bad boy up. And while I pull that up, Tom, tell about where they can find the beers that we drink on this. (sighs) Uh, geez, Wegmans, Acme, Whole Foods, uh, your local distributor. Take a, uh, most importantly, and the, and the best kept version is at Locust Lane Craft Brewery in Malvern, where we always keep it cold and it's the most fresh and it's been taken care of the best and. Danny cracked, so, he cracked it early yeah. again. I know. Did I, I wait? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I let him go. I, I saw him doing it. And I'm like, you know what? Just let him, let him go, man. He's, he's, I was going to say, he's on a roll with everything right now. <laughs> if you want to yeah. enjoy it in the purest form, head over to the old three ton. And uh, I think the last time I went to uh, like a grocery store to get a locust lay was I wanted the solstice and I wasn't going to oh, be able man. to make it mm. down there. And I knew that was, I think it was something we talked about that was coming out like that winter of 2020. I think it did. Right. Yeah. Because we talked about it on our episode and I just happened to be at Wegmans and I went, you know, he was talking about that solstice one, like coming out mm-hmm. soon. And I had, I had to yeah. look that up, but it's, it's great to see that some places that, you know, you guys distribute to, you know, keep it in the fridge. Great. Awesome. Uh, but yeah, definitely get it at the brewery, guys. Yeah, I mean, you, you gotta yeah. come back for the tap room experience now. Yeah, and if you want to, if There's, you want, go ahead, go ahead. No, you're right. I mean, it's the best to go to the number one. You can try everything. Yeah. I mean, what's cool at our brewery? I mean, you come in, you can. If you're not sure, like you can have a little taste of anything you want on the list to figure out whether you like it or not. Even have a pint, have a pint. If you like the pint, then get the can. It's all right there. It's exactly. all been taken care of, right? 
it's fresh. It's always been cold. It's never been shipped all over creation and held warm and out on the shelf for who knows how long. So yeah, best place is always the brewery for any beer and any brewery period. Yeah. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, but if you want to find out what uh, we drank on this episode and past episodes, you can follow our uh, untapped. Uh, it's at best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends. P O D. I feel like we have a, we kind of have a theme going with, uh, with locust lane. In last, what is that? The, uh, the last episode we did, we did you know, Sim. We did Sugartown. Was it, uh, Sugartown Simcoe, mm. uh, which is, you know, like a, it's a West coast IPA, but it's not a hazy. It's yeah, traditional yeah, style, bitter. And then we did amorphous out there. Yeah. So, oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. So we did, we did a lighter, a lighter, uh, a lighter IPA followed by an amorphous one. Yeah. And you accidentally with went yeah, with this. galaxy. Yeah. With yeah. the galaxy hopped one. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got, uh, we've got amorphous Zen here. Uh, well, Tom, you're going to love the, uh, first, uh, part of this description. Okay. Serenity now. <laughs> Serenity now. <laughs> a sultry, smooth New England style double IPA delicately hopped with Lotus and Sultana to calm the nerves. I've been so excited to try when I saw the, uh, when I saw the hop combination here. Yeah, this is, uh, this was new and this is kind of why I chose it when I was at the brewery. So, um, yeah, so this is to calm the nerves as fall marches on the holidays draw near. So I like this cause it's a double IPA. It's only 7.5%. So as for a double, this is still yeah. kind of crushable. Yeah. Very. All right. You ready? Yep. You ready, Tom? Oh wait, never mind. Oh. Uh, you, I'm like four sips in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Three, two, one. All right. Ooh. Oh man, you jump! You just, that's awesome. I like that. You like that? You like <laughs> shove it right up your nose after. It's kind of cool, actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna pour this in my uh, my third anniversary glass here. <laughs> oh nice! <laughs> yeah, I gotta get you caught up. Fifth is next year already, if you can oh, believe wow. that. Oh, wow. Fifth year in April. Oh, man. This has a so has great on the nose. Oh, yeah. It's very like a citrus and like that white grape. Kind of like that, uh, that like white wine. Kinda. White wine, dry kind of. Yeah. Uh, white wine. White wine. All right. All right. Well, I'm getting Daniel? into this, so cheers. Oh. Slancha. <laughs> Tom. Cheers. I like your pours. Like I like I love Dan's pour. Like the nice foamy. It's pretty. Yeah, I like to get a little artistic with the uh, hazy IPAs. Yeah, that's great. What is? Take uh, a picture. We'll post it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll pour another one. I uh, so I I work at a brewery in Phoenixville, and I've been trying to get into like the really slow pouring the hazies and getting a nice cone on top of it. So, ah, uh, this is this is good. This is exactly yeah. how I remember it. It's a, yeah, it's a nice. It ended up being a nice hop combination. I mean, the Lotus we had some contracted, but the the Sultana. Actually, I never used it before. I'm like, oh, let's you know, let's give it a shot. It it is a good combo. Like it's got a nice fruitiness to it, but a little bit of piney and a little bit of a little bit of everything. Actually, yeah. a little piney, a little. I would say almost a little like resinous kind of on your palate mm -hmm. too. Yeah, these a nice exactly. like hop. I always like that hop, 
like resin or like as they describe it, resinous kind of feeling on your palate mm-hmm. when it comes with like certain hop combinations for like a hazy IPA. Yeah. I get a lot with Columbus. Like Columbus hop has like that, um, there's like a resinous thing with that. Like sometimes it's kind of strong and I don't like it, but this one's actually smoothed out quite a bit over time. It's gotten better with a little bit of age. So I think it turned out really well. I mean, it's just, but you can't go wrong with, you know, we just have like, we threw the book at the, the grain bill. Like it's got a, I mean, it's got, it's got weed, it's got spelled, it's got oats, it's got like everything in it, a little bit of everything. And then we just keep changing the hop combination and you really, you know, there's so many great hops out there. You really can't go wrong. Yeah. I, I always like to say, and I know like a lot of brewers, you know, talk about like the hazy IPAs are real easy to like, you know, kick out and get into production and get them out there into the tap rooms. You know, it keeps the lights on, makes the money. People are always looking for hazy IPAs. Um, but one thing like with hazy IPAs is there is a kind of a journey with like the taste of it as it's like in your tap room, like one week you'll come in and it c- tastes completely different than the week prior. The hops mm. change. And sometimes it's just like, it goes good to like great to amazing. And like you said, the hops on this one, I mean, I had this, you know, towards the end of October when we were there and, you know, having this again, it's just, uh, you know, I feel like it's kind of almost like a different experience. I'm getting a lot more of the piney on this, this time, this time around. And it's, uh, you know, not, you know, not a bad experience. It's just a different experience and it's good. Like it's just, the beer is always going to be, have like a different kind of, uh, take on it. Yeah. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad you stopped at the peak though. Like it keeps getting better and better and better. You don't talk about like, yeah, and then it starts going down the yeah. other side of the hill. <laughs> when the hops start to long. fall out. Yeah. I wasn't going to yeah. go, I wasn't going to go into, uh, into that in depth. But, uh, <laughs> that, that does happen too. Yep. We it, all get old. I'm getting there myself. So. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah, we're, uh, Tom and I are about to be, uh, 36. 36 on uh, this weekend. Uh, so, you know, the hops wow. are definitely falling out over here. Let me tell you. <laughs> In more ways than one. Um, <laughs> I really like it. This has a very interesting color to it. Um, not that, I mean, that super matters to, you know, beer, but. Instagram, it does. Yeah, this has like a really like soft glow to it. Yeah. It's, it's not like that, like vibrant orange that you get from like a. a New England, you know, like pouring out like a tree house. It looks like an orange juice. Yeah, um, like super viscous. Mm-hmm. Like you could still kind of have like some light piercing through this a little bit. Yeah, which this is, nice. is a really interesting color to it. Um, <clears throat> real golden color to it. it. It's I don't know. It just looks nice. Yeah, I mean, for my you know our first experience having Lotus and Sultana on the uh, podcast. Is it our first time having Lotus? Oh, really? I don't yeah. know if we've had Lotus before. I don't know. I mean, we could go back. I feel like we've had both of these in some kind of beer. Yeah. But not, never together. Not never together. Yeah. No. And this is uh yes. this is strictly Lotus and Sultana. Do you have any you don't have Correct. anything else in it? Nope. Mm. No, no, just those two. And the lotus is funny. When I use lotus by itself, I get a lot of peach. I get a very peachy type okay. flavor out of lotus. Okay. And then the Sultana, I think, used to be called Denali. I think they changed names mm. on it. Okay. So if you ever had something with Denali, it's the same thing. They just, you know, marketing as they <laughs> love to do. They'll change the yeah. name. Oh, it's a completely different thing. It's How many this. Pacific Northwest names can they give hops before? They- <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but so when I just thought it was funny. So we were talking about like Lotus and I think a Lotus position and then Sultana sounded, you know, some kind of, you know, Middle Eastern to me. That's why like Zen popped into my head. So we just kind of. It definitely sounds that. like a yoga yeah. studio. Yeah. Yeah. So. Certainly does. <laughs> um, so it. 
the amor. I think when we when we had when we first had the amorphous. I don't know. It might have been like the second iteration of it. The out there. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. How, it might it's have been. Funny. I'm sitting here thinking, how many have we done? Oh, uh, I had to scroll through a couple on Untap before I got to Zen. Yeah, and that, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of where yeah. I was going. It's like this is like your your series. It's like your your yeah. staple series now. You have the Amorphous series. You have. Uh, I, I was very torn when when I saw when I looked at like uh, the beers you guys had offered. I was like, oh, Zen or the uh, the New Zealand. Let me sort by. Uh, let's see, created. So yeah, that yeah, the, we had the uh, the uh, down under, which were all all Aussie hops. Actually, was the other one. But no, what else? I, I sent you guys like like this would have been fun to drink, but it is not. You guys, this is like a this is like a share, the two of you share type beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think when we talked uh, last, um, we talked about Amorphous out there. And mm. I just kept talking about Amorphous Dew because of the uh, label the yes. whole time. So, yeah, the Mountain um, Dew looking label. Yeah. yeah, so out there is actually like a couple down for for that. I believe Amorphous Dew was right before out there came out. So I, I can't remember the order. Oh, and guess what, guys? Yeah. Lotus hops were used in that one. <laughs> yeah, no, so we had it on contract, so we've used it in a couple different things. But ah, yeah, so there it was. There you go. I think we, yeah. I think we just started drooling over Galaxy and completely yeah. forgot about yeah, Lotus right. at that point. Because <laughs> that came yeah. out at a time when like Galaxy, Galaxy was, was at prime, its like right? zenith. Yeah, yeah, it was like at its like its peak uh, in terms of like brewers just enjoying the product that was coming out as a result. Yeah, we were we were told yeah, that the the twenty twenty one yield was not as great. It kind of had like a peanut buttery. Yeah. flavor to it oh really i could see that yeah so I could see that. we had uh we had a couple breweries who were just they loved galaxy so much and were so disappointed at 2021 when like you know that had uh yeah. that i had feel like we had a lot of beers with galaxy in 2020 and that, oh yeah that stuff's not cheap either like that's one of the more expensive ones per right. pound galaxy like, was double, a like south pacific super. Hop, isn't it galaxy's an aussie yeah, it's either it's Aussie, Aussie or Kiwi. Because in 2020, there was a ton of it because of the wildfires. It right. was like in like large amounts of like everything was like a Pacific, like South Pacific hop. It was like New Zealand hops, Australian hops, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, like they were just unloading crop. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So uh, it you're gonna I get I like I said I I guess this is your this is your your staple line like your. Mm-hmm. your this is the this is our staple double at this point. Yeah, is what it slowly worked into. In the beginning, it was kind of we said regular IPA, and then we did a you know um, like a sessionable one. We kind of moved around, but it kind of eventually just kind of settled in as our as our double. So and the yeah. ABV moves around between seven and a half and eight and a half, depending on how efficient we are in our brewing process and how happy <laughs> the yeast are in fermenting it. You know, but uh, but yeah, that's kind of our it's been our classic. That's our double, really. Yeah, that's I'm looking at the order um, of what we talked about on the last episode. You know, we Morphus Dew was right, right before we did out there, and then we talked about how Solstice was coming out. Boom! It's like the next mm-hmm. one right there on the list of them. It's cool. Yeah, I like I like breweries that kind of brand a like a like a staple like they have a staple brand for like their double or something. Where yeah, it continues to change or evolve as like you know you guys get different sure. hops and you guys want to experiment more. It just it makes it more inviting because people. You know, people have like amorphous Zen. They're like, ah, oh, this is a great beer. 
but like how many more times are they going to keep coming back for that? And then all of a sudden you're going to introduce new style, like new mm-hmm. versions yeah. of it. It just, it keeps the hype going for the, uh, more yeah. series. Yeah. I, I, I like that. Like, uh, <clears throat> having like a, a base beer and then just getting to try different hops with it. it yeah. It's just it, like you, like you said, just going back and trying, Oh, now it's got, it's got, uh, South Pacific hops in it. You know, it's got mm-hmm. New Zealand hops in it. You know, it, it's got all, trying all these different kinds. It's, it's fun. It's, I mean, yeah. how, how is, how are these hops going to react with the, with the base? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really nice. It's a, uh, I, I enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, we do too. Makes the job fun. Yeah, exactly. For sure. I kind of want to come back to some of the classic ones that you don't, that you don't hear about anymore. You know, I was just doing an all cascade one or an all, you know, Columbus one or Centennial. Oh, do a triple C. You know, or mixing. The big, the big three C's. Yeah, exactly. Be awesome. That'd be super dang. Anyway, (laughs) next one I'm I'm trying. Yeah. So I'm trying to pass out, um, you know, back in the, back in the beginning, 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 I was doing everything on my own in the brewery side. Mm. Um, and I picked up, uh, when boxcar closed in Westchester, whatever it was probably three, four years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Tom, who's the brewer there. I, you know, they, they let me volunteer there when I was going to brewing school and stuff. So, um, the guy who owned the place called me, he's like, yeah, we're going to close shop. You know, it's, you know, it's enough. I'm kind of tired of this, whatever. And the first thing I said is, oh, what's Tom doing? Like, where's he, you know, he's like, that's why I called you. So I picked up him right away and he's been my right hand man for the last probably three years. So I'm trying to like pass more stuff off to him, like him and one of our bartenders, Nick, who Nick kind of gets back and does a lot of test batch stuff. Like he made our, he always gets uh, spruce tips from his parents' backyard in Colorado and makes a spruce beer every year and stuff. Oh, that's really cool. So trying to get him in the brew house more too. Cause the two of them, like Tom's, Tom's way more, he's a classical type brewer, kind of like me. Like he wants to make Pilsners and whatever all the time. And then Nick's like the guy who wants to throw a Christmas tree into the mash tun <laughs> kind of guy. And so the combination's good. So I'm kind of trying to get them more involved. They just actually, they're working together on a Keller beer. Ooh. which is like a, you know, like a fresh pills. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, um, but it's kind of cool, the combination. So Tom, Tom kind of designed the, the malt bill on it, which, you know, a classic malt bill. And then he, we got classic German hops, but Nick's like, so let's dry hop it with, you know, Motuika from New Zealand, like out of yeah. nowhere. Wow. And wow. so we just, they just dry hopped it. So they're, they're dry hopping a Keller, which is going to be awesome. It tastes great now. And I can imagine like the hops on top, it's going to be awesome. So, mm-hmm. um, so like they're kind of I want them the next amorphous I'm gonna just kind of you know you guys pick the hops like whatever you guys want to do, you know you know what the you know what the malt bill is that doesn't need to change and the yeast doesn't and nothing else needs to change just pick whatever hops you want and have fun with it so yeah I'm trying to get I don't know trying to get people more involved I I think I do that but then in the end I'm like damn it I kind of made all the decisions again and I probably shouldn't have you know <laughs> yeah you get <clears throat> I like that oh the idea of doing like a like a a collaborative kind of thing yeah sure i mean that's where creativity comes from i I always steer towards doing things in a group because it's like you know you might not see something that someone else sees exactly and i think that's Mm -hmm. that's one thing you highlighted in your previous episode with us is how you guys do these test batches like you guys have a little like system set up where you guys and you guys were also selling like your test batches for a little bit too like yeah, know, out of the brew, the brewery only stuff. Yeah, the brewery only mm-hmm. stuff, which mm-hmm. is uh, cool to hear because you know you don't you don't see that a lot, but you know some breweries do it, and it's kind of a it's cool because it brings people 
brings people out, especially since you guys are in like distribution. Yeah. You know, if people are like, what, you know, especially during the pandemic, why would I go to Locus Life? I could just get a giant where now they can just go and, you know, oh, this test batch sounds awesome. Now it yeah. brings people, mm-hmm. making them want to go to the brewery. I mean, I, I feel like you see that a lot with uh, like bigger breweries, like uh, like Victory. Yeah. You know, you get to do experimental stuff because they have the, you know, they have the capacity and they have the extra taps. Yeah. Um, it's cool to see, uh, you know, a, 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 I guess a true microbrewery yeah. do you know, that kind of, you know, test batch kind of stuff. Yeah. Experimentation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been a huge hit. Like we went through, we have, so we have this, um, we have a mug club for the brewery, kind of like a frequent flyers club, if you will. And it started out and this is year, excuse me, year three or I guess year three, maybe four. Anyway, I think we started with like maybe 70 and this past year we're at a hundred. I think this year with the waiting list, we're pushing like 150, 150 people yeah. that, are going to come to the brewery all the time. I mean, they kind of chip in for, they get up, you know, a 20 ounce pour instead of a 16 ounce pour. And we set up some awesome events for them and stuff. And we kind of go through every year and what did they drink the most? And it's the test batches by a long shot. Like they come in every week to try that test batch. Yeah. Make sure and get a pint of that every week. It's awesome. So, I mean, that makes it worth it. When you hear that, you're like, holy crap, your most loyal people come in just to try that new beer done. Like keep doing it. Do more, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, your most loyal people want to come in because, you know, they've had, you know, they always have, like, their go-tos and they always drink their go-tos. But what they want, you know, as part of that mug club is they, you know, they want that 20-ounce pour of, like, the experimental and stuff. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. They they have that first and then come back to the other, you know, what they liked second. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. As as a mug club member yeah tom yeah. <laughs> tom's a mug club member 2020 oh are you me- yeah yep. awesome yeah wait like have you been to any of the awesome events like you didn't go to the phillies game with us you didn't go <laughs> no Did i you get the emails you haven't come you haven't come- no what? i i lacked uh i lacked this year my uh my job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> work gets in the way yeah, yeah. work gets in the way yeah, it's he a, was really excited when he got the mug club and everything, and then yeah, work. <laughs> yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we got to get you out for some other stuff. I know we want to do. I've been thinking about this a lot. Like over the winter, there's not as much going on. Come January, February, a lot of people are you know not drinking for whatever reason. I never understood that dry January thing, but it's a thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like that sober um, October. Tom, it's like what yeah, is that? Tom's face said it all. <laughs> but um the uh no drinking yeah like doing some beer doing some beer dinners and stuff like because we got the food truck like why not do a beer dinner and like we just we got to start with the mug club but then we'll grow it out and then other people Come i know there's some hours. other places that want to do it there's a farm nearby here that they do really awesome dinners in their farm at their in their barn so i kind of want to get involved with them um anyway stuff like that'll be fun we gotta anyway if you have any awesome ideas dom like if you're in a mug club like i want to hear them regardless but even better. Yeah, man. Give some mug, mug club, club feedback. I know. I need <laughs> mug club feedback. Uh, we need to get, we need to get a uh, locust lane in at uh beer wall. Yeah. They, get some kegs out of beer. Yeah. Wall. They would be a, they would be a good, a good one to have over there. <clears throat> Buddy of ours does a, uh, they have two locations, Reading and Lancaster. Yeah. It's called a uh, beer wall, which it's basically it's how many taps? There are like 24 taps. At, Something in like Redding? that. It's like a pour your own beer. Wow kind of deal yeah it's oh. like a dave and busters they give cool. you a card and you fill it with money and you just put it in you hit the yeah. tap pours your beer for you they got holy crap 
Yeah. <laughs> and they got like crazy chefs that do, you know, all like a uh, wild game and yeah, farm to table menus and stuff like that. It's, it's Arc- pretty wow. crazy. They have an arcade there. Yeah. They have an arcade. Yeah. <laughs> it's Holy great. Cow. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. The owner is a Cicerone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, certified Cicerone. He uh, he goes out to places all over the area and like brings them in. I know uh, they've brought in a bunch of local breweries. Yeah, so that would be all. Yeah, to get yeah. you guys out with that. Um, That's yeah. a cool. That sounds like an awesome spot. You guys are already in distribution, man. Like they would sure they would love a couple kegs, especially oh, yeah. the, the Morpheus series. Oh yeah, that would yeah, that well would there. go over real well there. Um. So what uh what else do you got coming up for the uh, the brewery? So yeah. Um. Big things like in the next little bit are the uh, like a lot of charity work we're doing. It's just that time of year where people are kind of giving back, right? It is Giving Tuesday. Oh yeah, it is Giving Tuesday. Out loud. Yeah, you don't know you didn't check your email today. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I got about eighty of them reminding of it, reminding me of it. Um, so yeah, so we're doing um, over the holidays. We do a big thing with the uh, the, the crime victims, um, domestic so the domestic violence crisis center. It's it is DVCC. So we're doing, uh, you know, we raised, I think between us and the mug club and the brewery, I mean, we're like at $3,000 raised for, um, you know, getting gift cards and presents for, you know, we kind of have a family that we get assigned to and if we raise enough, we get another family. And so we're, um, the mug club's actually, um, wrapping gifts a week from now to take them over to Westchester to drop them off for the family. Um, we're actually brewing the black is beautiful beer again. Um, Imperial stout. (laughs) <laughs> that yeah and you guys liked actually um we did it last year so we'll do it again we've you know we gave out money earlier in the spring to a thousand dollars to three different kids to kind of start their college career we'll do it again we already rate the, the last beer we raised money for this coming spring the beer we're doing now we're raising for the spring of you know 20 whatever year it'll be what is it now 21 so 23 yeah. i guess we're raising money for already we're kind of oh, wow. we're always a year ahead oh, nice. um so yeah, we're doing that. And then, uh, we're also have a word that Keller beer is actually going to be our dancing diamonds beer. We were talking about a little bit earlier, the Keller beer. So we're, that's raising money for dance marathon. We just keep doing stuff for like one of our big mantras. Um, especially Brian, one of the owners is to kind of, you know, do as much as we can to give back to the community. I mean, we got community around us that supports us. So we damn well better support them back. So, yeah, um, that's awesome to hear, you know, we, we do what we can. And hear that a lot with like craft breweries yeah. too, because you know they are part of, part of the community. Uh-huh. You know, you're running into your brewers at the grocery store, or you know, you're going. You have the same kids at like soccer tournaments and stuff, like you said. And like, you know, the, they're, you're part of the community too, and you yeah. know, giving back to it is you know just another way to kind of you know integrate yourself into the community and be a part of it. So it's awesome. And as a as a mug club member, I know how much they're giving back to the community because I get the emails. <laughs> we don't let you forget. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. And and, but, and it's great to see that the black is beautiful series is being continued with, like with the brewery too. Because yeah, is anybody else doing that? Like we might want to be the few, one of the few, you know, yeah, I haven't heard anybody doing it. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. like this is the first time I'm hearing it and I'm really excited. Oh so I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so really excited. good. So yeah, <laughs> We definitely, uh, we're definitely going to be stands about that. We're going to, we're going to be coordinating our efforts to get that beer when it comes out. <laughs> oh, hundred percent. It's on my way home. Yeah. <laughs> I said, we're going to be coordinating our efforts. Tom, you're going to be coordinating those efforts. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was going to say too, like just, um, the brewery, 
like breweries in general, we all help each other out a lot. So it kind of stands to reason that we'd end up helping the community as well. Like if somebody, somebody asks for our help, we're going to help and then end up, you know, next person asks, next person asks and you do what you can. Right. But it's a really cool community of people, you know, 99% asshole free as Sam from Dogfish Head once said to me, which is perfectly <laughs> said. Um, I don't know but, uh, that. but no, it's funny you mentioned about like running to like other people that are brewers. So, um, I went down to, um, they're doing their, those PA pride beers. I don't know if you're familiar with those that, yeah. um, Deer yeah. Creek organized it through Susquehanna Brewing, which yep. I actually have one of them. You have the hazy one here in front yeah, of Yeah. The hazy well. just came out recently. Yeah. just came out. So I went down to Deer Creek to pick the thing up, um, pick up my cases, my allotment and, uh, Another car pulls up to pick up, you know, some beers too. And the guy gets out of the car and looks at me and goes, do you remember me? And I'm like, huh? And I look <laughs> at him. He's like, Greg. And he said, Greg, I'm like, Bonstein? I'm like, holy crap. So Greg Bonstein owns Newtown or one of the owners. I don't know what the, all the situation is, but it's, it's Newtown Brewing over okay. in Bucks County. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, Greg's mom and my mom went to nursing school together like in the 60s. Oh, wow. In the same hometown. <laughs> Our parents have known each other. I've known the kids since he was a baby. So, um, it was funny to run into him. And then I run into him again at a, you know, a kid's soccer tournament this past week. And I'm like, Greg, I saw you. What the hell? I've, I've never seen the guy in like 30 years. Maybe and you saw him twice. <laughs> and I saw him twice in like a week and a half. So anyway, it's a small community. Once you get out in it, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's everybody knows everyone like mm-hmm. working a couple like beer fests. You start like running into people that you're like, Oh, Hey, how's it going? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. And it's tough. None of us get out. Like I never, I don't get out of my brewery and go to other breweries as much as I would like. I, you know, I'm enough busy enough working my butt off at our place. So to go to another place is we hear that. I don't know. I'd rather, I'd rather go home and have a glass of wine to be honest with you. But, um, but yeah, like, yeah. Once you start going out into those festivals, you're like, Holy crap. I haven't seen you in so long. It's like a family reunion or like a, Mm -hmm. like a high school reunion. You're like, how you been? You know, and everything it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. And you're not the only like, you know, brewer that we've heard on the podcast go like, Hey, I wish we got out more and got to see other mm-hmm. breweries. Like, so it's, it's, you know, all too common thing, but then like, you know, festival season hits and it's like, it's almost like spring break for brewers. They're just like going out, <laughs> hanging out at all these places. Rum springer. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy, man. They just get down party. It's fun. Yeah. No, it is. I mean, it's, yeah, we get as lit up as everybody else does at those things. So <laughs> Uh, right before you even get there that's the thing we'll walk around each other's places and like hey let me try that let me try this and next thing you know you're loaded up before you even serve them so yep but don't tell the plcb that that that's not good so ah crap rob <laughs> open channel damn it yeah. <laughs> um all right let's uh let's get final thoughts on the uh the amorph- amorphous zen and then uh say that five times fast yeah it's uh yeah right yeah um, let's, uh, let's get final thoughts and then we'll, uh, we'll get out of here. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, so final thoughts on this beer as the resident ha- hazy boy over here. Um, I love the amorphous series. Uh, like I said, you know, last time we had you on with the amorphous out there, um, you know, I had to go get solstice. I'm like, this is a series that even when I finally got to the brewery, I had this and down under, I'm like, I'm going to have all the amorphous I can before I leave. Uh, so I like the hop combination on this. It's, you know, tropical with just a hint of like a little bit of piney in it. It, it's nice that there is uh, like an underlying bitterness to this beer to kind of, you know, 
you know, it's an IPA, you know, it shouldn't be too tropical, but you, you don't want to have like resinous, hoppy bitterness in there and still kind of remind you that you're, you're drinking an IPA. So I like this beer a lot. Yeah. I'll, I'll agree with all those points. Um, I really like that. It's like not, there wasn't one thing that really stood out. It was just everything. It was like an, an, an amalgamation of flavors that all kind of like came together. That's a big word. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> late at night for that, too. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't nothing really like a, like punched me in the palate, I guess is a way of saying it. Um, well balanced. Yeah. It was, I hope that's a good thing, actually, because yeah, sometimes people want to be hit over the head, you know? I think it's well balanced. It was just, I drank the beer. I enjoyed it. And it wasn't like, oh, well, I got, I got, you know, uh, hmm, I got a uh, grapefruit up front. And then, you know, I, I, no, it was just, a, it was just a good, well-balanced beer all the way through. Um, easy drinking, uh, good mouthfeel. Um, you're not getting a crazy carb bite on it. Uh, I mean, it, it's got good head retention all the way through. Um, yeah. I, so, very solid. I mean, yeah. just like the other iterations of the amorphous series and really, really good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're just, they're, I guess for lack of a better word, they're just a fun series because yeah. you never know what like you're going to get with yeah. it, but you always have a good time. I you think. never know what you're going to get. A uh, box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> it's a box of amorphous. I like how you say amorphous. So what the, the, the group of amorphous. people that live out in Lancaster County that don't drive cars, what are what's what are they called? Amish. Oh, they're not the Amish, like no. amorphous? Yeah, I say amorphous. amorphous. If, if you're doing the amorphous, amorphous, amorphous. It's, yeah, it's definitely not me. I'm amorphous. <laughs> the Amish. The Amish, right. the Amish out in Lancaster you got, County. You got the Amish over there. Oh, it's like. Caribbean, <laughs> Caribbean. Are you Amish? Yeah, right. Caramel, Lancaster, caramel. Lancaster. <laughs> you got a little water. You could say hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the uh, it's the tracksuit. It's the tracksuit. It's, it's track bringing suit. out your Delco. Yo, you like that amorphous? Yeah, yo, I got this amorphous <laughs> series. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a hazy boy. Yeah, it pairs well with an Italian <laughs> hoagie from Wawa. <laughs> nice. Finish that off with a little Rita's water ice. Water ice. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, went down easy. I'm savoring over here. This, savoring I, I like this. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Tom, thank you very much for, for coming on with us. And, uh, yeah, this was super fun. Yeah. Always a good time. Um, like we said, we're, we're stands for locust lane. Like anytime we, I mean, we kind of bring it up in a, probably in our head all the time when we're yeah. trying to think of guests to bring on. We're like, do we do uh, Lucas Lane again? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> any, bring them on again. Anytime, give me a shout. <laughs> yeah, anytime somebody asks, like, oh, what brewery should we go to? Hey, they're always in the list of, like, you got to go out to Locust Lane. Thank you. You got to try it. Yeah, yeah Lo it. Locust Lane's really like good. top of our list of recommendations on yeah. constantly. I, I always say, what I think one of the most underrated breweries in the area. Definitely. We're doing our best to be super approachable. Easy to talk to, easy to come in and learn. If you want to learn something about beer, come and talk to us because we'll, you know, you can start with a Kolsch and work your way up. We got a little bit of everything. Yeah. We're not 14 IPAs on tap. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, definitely. The uh the menu is definitely unique, which is nice. Yeah. Not 14 IPAs, guys. No, no. 
not like some of the breweries. This isn't, this, this, isn't, this isn't your main line brewery over here, right? Okay? Yeah, not, not 13 <laughs> IPAs in a Berliner Sour or something. Yeah. That seems no, not you're not. Right. You're definitely not brewing in a haunted house in Douglasville. <laughs> oh, stop it, Tom. <laughs> I'm not, that was very specific. That was, <laughs> that was oddly specific, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'm not going to get anybody in trouble. All right. Uh, go yeah, visit Locust Lane. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Dan, what, uh, do you have their social pulled up? Uh, yeah, I've got all of their stuff. I've been just kind of pouring through it to like, I'm, you know, get some ideas. Guys, uh, follow their website. It's uh, locustlanecraftbrewery.com. Uh, we've got their Facebook and Instagram here. Uh, at Locust Lane, Locust Lane CB. CB. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I still remember it. Oh, I was like, oh, does he still got it? Oh, he's got the notes there, too. And I'm not even on any of the platforms. I'm not on a single one, but I know our handle. I got nothing. I'm looking at I'm looking at audio waves in front of me. Dude, what, what's funny is uh, I, I interviewed like a brewer, and I was like, hey, you got your socials to plug? He went, nope. <laughs> <laughs> i remember going okay all righty <laughs> and guys untapped um is untapped.com uh forward slash <laughs> untapped.com forward slash slash boo yeah, <laughs> locust lane craft brewery so just uh go yeah. ahead and check them out follow them on social media guys um we can't say enough yeah, good things us, about yeah. them here I want to say it too, like follow us on Untapped. It's actually kind of I, I actually follow us on Untapped, ironically. But I mean, the um, whenever the menu changes, you get an alert. You kind of know if there's a new test batch on. You know when new beers come out. You know it's actually kind of cool. Do you get the alert? Like oh, I'm actually yeah. checking to make sure our staff's doing their job, which they always are. But oh, I didn't know you, know, you can get the cool. notifications on new beers. Oh yeah. 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 ring a ding. If you follow or like that button. brewery, you'll get a notification yeah. when they yeah. update their menu. Yeah, Untapped's actually a cool app. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a cool, cool. app. It's the, it's the people that are it's on the, it. That the are the users that oh, ruin it. The shitty people. <laughs> it's the users. Just say people. They're the worst. The yeah. self cicerones. Yeah. Oh. We didn't even get into it, Dan. I know. I know. I'm still staring at the photos, but it's okay. Let's do it. We can. We can do the, that on bonus time. Okay, we'll, bonus yeah, material we'll, we'll do, sure. we'll do yeah, that yeah. on bonus time. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll bonus time. We'll then. do a little. We'll do a little bonus time here. All right, <laughs> it'll uh, be like a quick one. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, guys, uh, follow us on all of our social media. Uh, Dan, what's that? What's that social media? I know you got that soundboard. You mm -hmm. got to handle there, right, guys. Follow us on all our social media. That's Facebook and Instagram. That's at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. Hell yeah. Uh, guys, um, we've been getting some emails. Been getting some emails. We've been getting some emails. Email's uh, been hot lately. I know. We've got some We've got some fun stuff in the works, guys, coming up. Uh, it's weird. Might be venturing out of the tri-state area. Yeah, we're going to be actually out of the tri-state area. Yeah. We, we, we got a listener from New England who uh, we're going to be bringing well, on uh yeah i mean awesome. some new england that might be coming to pennsylvania too. maybe right, wicked man. be wicked cool yeah it'd be yeah, wicked cool it's kid. gonna be wicked awesome yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we're all, we're uh, we're already getting all yeah. of our goodwill hunting sound are you bites. a cop <laughs> Wait, are you a, are you a, are you a fucking cop <laughs> how do you like them apples <laughs> so guys uh send us an email at best best friends pod at gmail.com best best friends p-o-d we are we are 
Hell yeah. Guys, um, if you enjoy the stream, uh, we're about to go into bonus time. So yeah. all you audio listeners, um, hey, we appreciate you listening, but you know, get on the stream, interact, send yeah. some chats, ask some questions. Um, you know, follow us, you know, on social media. You'll see our link in our bio that goes to all of our streams. We've got YouTube, we've got Facebook, we've got Twitch. Hey, we got Twitch, twitch.tv slash best best friends podcast. Best Twitch.tv slash best best friends POD. I thought you were going to keel over for a second. Your eyes started twitching and I was like, oh, he's going down. Cast. Uh, does anyone else smell burnt toast? I know. I thought you were going down. <laughs> he started twitching. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Smells like almonds. <laughs> I don't have a defibrillator in here. <laughs> um, yeah. Follow us all on there and uh, yeah, catch guys. up on videos and. You get to see this bonus time where I got these fun little screenshots I get yeah. to share now. Yeah, this is going to be fun. <laughs> um, all right. I think that wraps it up. Uh, give us a follow on uh, on a, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, give us a five-star rating. Give us a review. Five-star party, baby. If you like the podcast, tell your friends about it. We need to get the listeners up. If we get the listeners up, then we get the we get the ads. If we get the ads, we get the money. If we get the money... <laughs> We get better equipment. If we get better equipment, we sound better. If we get to sound better, then we get to get the breweries that make the Berliner Vices. I know. I know it looks like this camera is really far away from my face right now, but Tom, you have pushed this into like where it gets out of focus. I can't it's push it. It's so any, close to I my I can't push right it any now. further. I know. I've hit my limit. It, it, it's a super <laughs> wide angle, but it is hitting me in the forehead right now. <laughs> um. Yeah. So uh, tell your friends about the podcast. They might like it too. Yeah, definitely. Um, you guys have any events over there, uh, Tom, that's coming up? Anything that you guys want to plug? Uh, any uh, thing going on at the brewery? Uh, I saw a, nice, a couple of nice bottle releases over the holidays. Come check it out. Um, we have a Belgian, a, a barrel aged Belgian quad Ooh. that's out now called Stairs to Nowhere. And then uh, the the Furrow Blendery, which is the, the barrel program in the back, is going to have. Um, a uh, Manitoni whiskey barrel aged Imperial stout in bottle coming out. Hopefully before Christmas is the goal, but definitely by the end of the year. Is that going to have a cool wax seal on it? Uh, the quad actually does Ooh. because we have a staff Ooh. member that actually took the time to do it. Cause Lord knows wow. I would never do anything like that. But, uh, <laughs> Ooh, the wax I'm guessing the blendery won't be doing that, but who knows? You never know. Oh man. You guys can, you, now you guys can put that bottle on Tavor. <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> that's the goal of any brewery anymore yeah yeah to use tavor hey uh best best friends pod is the uh the promo code if you want 20, that still works yeah ten dollars off your first box of 25 dollars or more oh wow yeah good tavor yeah don't go to tavor it's all garbage it is <laughs> <laughs> shop local guys yeah um that about does it that about does it and <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. <laughs> All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Dan? I love you. Always have. <laughs> <laughs> and guys, just, one. guys, just remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just... I'm still all jacked up on espresso. I know. I'm still feeling pretty good. Yeah, right? Dan's had a long we day. She's in the coffee yeah. porter. I had, I, a think, do, I had a coffee style working last night um, that I've yeah. had for like over a year and it, it got a good buzz. I think I have a coffee. I believe I, it. I think I still Multiple. have a coffee porter somewhere from uh, Locust Lane. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. It might be in there. Um, we, got, we got fresh stuff in our cooler if you want something better. It's in there. Is it in there? Oh my no God. Way. All right.
Anyway, it's a bonus material right there. It's a black is beautiful. Uh, all right, everybody. Uh, 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 even better. Thank you for joining us this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, always remember uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was the responsibility Tom, of the Tom. Clinton family. Uh, they did it. Uh, Why do you have to keep bringing this up? Ghislaine Maxwell's on, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell's on trial right now. And she said that uh, Kanye and Jay-Z were part of that whole thing. I know I heard. Yeah. I don't want to believe it. Tom, stop digging in. They went for the throne. All right. Let's end this podcast. (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, Best, best podcast episode. What do we say? 95? Jay-Z, don't kill me. We out. (laughs) See ya. Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos, videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette, a cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. Epstein is still alive and listens to best best friends.